Air is not responsible for the views and opinions expressed by its presenters or guests. Air presents a wide variety of views and opinions, which is to the benefit and purpose of community radio. Good morning and welcome to 10K Radius. I hope you didn't uh, object to our odd start. We were switched to the wrong studio. There you go. Trap for the unwary. You didn't flush properly, Gary. Flush properly. I flushed twice. You flushed twice. Gary? Did you use the small button or the big one? I used both. Right. Who alerted us to that switch? Who, who, we had a phone Amit. call. Amit. Well, let's thank him, Amit. Because the, otherwise we wouldn't be live on air today. Our last he's, show he's our tech for the year. The last Friday of the year, boys. He's the Russia show. Of the Jewish New Year. The Yiddish New Year. Yeah. 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 And we have lots of stuff for you, including the court decision yesterday by the federal court to award compensation to the five Jewish students who took them to um, court over discrimination. Mazel tov and what about time? So it's a geschlepp for two, three years, Moshe, yeah? In Yiddish, uh, I don't a know how long it was, yeah. but uh, they finally what got the judgment. What about the toll on the families and the, you know, the emotional uh, stress? Yes, of course. But it's all over and now they're going to celebrate 5784. With a bit of gutso, you know, and, and with guilt in the in the Ooh, pocket yeah. as now, well. We'll talk tell about us, that. Tell us later how much yeah. the payout yeah, was. Yeah, we'll do that in twice. Still not enough. Yeah, the emotional uh, yeah. stress. We'll talk about it later in Twatham. Devira will be very happy, as will all the uh, supporters out there. Justice has been done, and Darren Hinch would also have a smile on his face, wouldn't he? He loves things like this. <laughs> <laughs> Our Darren, he might be li- wish him a Shana Tova. Gary? Shana Tova, Darren. Darren Hinch. Former senator. Is he still a senator? No, no, no. I don't think no. so. He's out of it this year. He's yeah. writing books more, and maybe there's a job up your line, Gary. Bit of proofreading. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need no. two pair of glasses now. I don't need food. <laughs> Anyway, we have a big program today uh, on Friday the 15th of September. We'll have lots about the imminent holiday coming up and the Fresh Fest. There's another couple of Fs, the Fresh Fest. Sure is. And don't forget, Gary, straight after Rosh Hashanah, there's a fast day, Tzum Gedalia. Yep. What a what a what a timing! You, you need that in order to clean <laughs> out the system. The, the cholesterol what levels. What have you got on the menu tonight? Uh, well, you you got to uh, eat a fish head. Yeah. Um, a lot of people can't stand looking at a fish head, but I actually enjoy it. Um, there you go. Now, Chimus is an. Uh, is a, we're going to talk about all the and symbolic. Of course, and of course, foods. the apples, the apples and the That's honey. The main thing. But um, apart from I'll, that, I'll talk about a specific scenario with apples mm-hmm. in Twatton. Good. Um, in fact, Moisha, we were uh, uh, discussing. There's 11 symbolic foods to be eaten on Rosh Hashanah, and we're going to have a look at them later. Okay. Oh, all different sorts. Yeah, have of you things. bought your round chala yet? I bought some with uh, raisins. Yeah, they're the best. Uh, last night, could Good. only get it from from Hamisha. Uh, Glicks don't uh, are not making them with raisins. That's uh, disappointing. Coles didn't have any, mm. so uh, I got well, them from Hamish last too night. Expensive, are they? I don't know, I don't know what back. it is, but old uh, fashioned. Yes, they used to put brezes on top as well. 
You could have without raisins. You could have with brezes. Yeah. You know, with the sugared top. Oh, yeah. Brezes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, it's a, a fresh fest. Uh, sure is. First degree. Anyway, Monday's the fast day. Sum Gedalia. More about that later. Yeah, we have uh, no chauffeur blowing today. We no. had the chauffeur blowing last week by yeah. Mendel. Thank you. And uh, got a congratulations. And no chauffeur blowing tomorrow. No. Shabbos. We don't blow chauffeur. You know why we don't blow chauffeur? On Shabbos? On Shabbos. Because the Shabbos overrides many things. Yeah, but why is it it that you don't blow chauffeur? If they did in the temple times. It's like hard work. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you the reason. I've got reasons too, Mike. Yeah, the reason is you can't carry on Shabbos, so you can't bring the chauffeur. You now can. we have an A-roof, and Gary's going to tell us whether the A-roof is kosher or not oh, shortly. But it's work. You malocha. can't carry the chauffeur, so how are you going to blow it? Yeah, it's malocha, they say. Part of this th- it can be described. There's a hundred different reasons. Yeah. The other reason is, in Yerushalayim, when the temples stood, they blew it on Shabbos. In, when the first temple stood, uh, they blew it throughout the whole land of Israel, but when the second temples st- stood, they only blew it in the temple. The whole, the first holy temple had so much uh, Shekhinah. Moshe, am I right? I'm so on the right track. No, I'm, I'm not sure about I've that. read it in the Talmud. Well, yeah. you must be right. <laughs> the Eruv is kosher. The Eruv is kosher, which means that you can carry and you can push your strollers. And the, uh, it'll be uh, a machaya. Yeah, and Sunday we we her- we blow the trumpet yeah coronation and you better tell us what the weather's going to be for oh, okay tomorrow and sunday at the moment today is going to be 23 beautiful yep lovely mostly sunny it's been beautiful over the last few days southerly winds at nine kilometers at the moment it's 19.1 for tomorrow first day of uh, yontav yep Tomorrow will be uh, 26, wow. sorry, 25 degrees after an overnight low of 11. Lovely. You no can get, you can get uh, sunburnt. Uh, Walking to shore. On Rosh Hashanah. Where you're 50 plus. What, what about Sunday? You're not allowed to wear sunscreen. That's a no, you can't, Gary. Can you? You have to. It's protecting the, the body. Yeah, you don't want to get fabrent. Well, you might die from melanoma. melanoma <laughs> you so, wear a big you know, you can... You wear a big stream. And on Sunday, um, the yep. second day of uh, yep. the holiday, yep. second day of Rosh Hashanah, yep. it's going to be 25 again. Oh, Fantastic. beautiful. We can uh, walk cloudy. to... Uh, and throw all of your sins uh, into the water for tashlich. Tashlich. And uh, yep. it'll be lovely. Lovely Chance to go rain. for a, uh, a spatzir, Chance for a rain. walk. Chance of rain, 10%. No, that's nothing. Won't rain. Moshe, and yeah. on some Gedalia. Yep. yep. Monday. Monday. Minor fast day. You can work. 24 degrees. Yeah. That's very good. Good weather. days Capable. ahead. And lovely. Don't, don't forget, school holidays commence to... Today? Today, today. I didn't have to take the grandkids to Croatian to kindergarten. Mm, That that didn't mean that I slept in. I still had to prepare for Jair and do all the things I needed to do. Yes. Mikvah, 
I must ask you a question preparing for Rosh Hashanah, uh, yes, Moshe. Yes. And I'll, I'll ask the listeners if they know what I'm talking about here. On the eve of Rosh Hashanah, the, you don't have years, to worry about let me tell whether you. the listeners know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have to know, whether, I know what you're talking I, about. I'll ask you this, Frage. Hataras, um, they go through this ceremony, Hataras Nidarim. Yes. Annulment of vows. Yes. Am I right? Yes. And it's a whole process that uh, Hasidish Jews go through. Yes. I just wanted to know if you've had a look in the sitter about uh, this. Oh, well, you want to know know whether I've annulled my vows <laughs> or not? <laughs> uh, you, I think you have, judging by your face. Well, you didn't have any vows in the first place. <laughs> yes, I didn't vow anything. Other yeah. question? But customary to go to the mikveh today, have yes. a haircut? A haircut. I don't have any hair. I'm completely bald. <laughs> do your nails. Do your nails. There's so many things to do, Gary. Do you got to cut your nails. You can't cut your nails on a Friday because uh, they will start growing on the Shabbos. So you cut your nails actually on a Thursday or a Wednesday. That's when you should be cutting so your nails. So this year, I think it overrides this year because of Rosh Hashanah, but I might be wrong. Doesn't matter. Well, it's Shabbos. But anyway. Too many, oh, so rules many laws. Anyway, too many I'm laws. sure the women will be going and getting their nails painted, their hair done. They'll uh, the, be wearing their uh, the $1,000 Versace dresses. Yeah. Oh, they'll look a million bucks. Anthea Crawford will be busy and all the, the milliners. Don't forget the hats. Oh, oh the hats oh, and the... Shoes and the monsters of Schmadro. The fashion parade of yesteryear was something to behold, you know. When you'd you'd go, for instance, Caulfield Shul, everybody was standing on the outside in the foyer. They didn't have a fence in those days. Waiting to look at the women. The women and all the youth out on the on the footpath, and they just come in for show for blowing and. On Yom Kippur for Yiska, that's it. And that's it. They, had, they were schmoozing all day outside the shores of yeah, Yiska. No it's a different went, era no one now. No in to listen to the drosha. No. Now it's a different era, uh, generation, security guards, no one on the streets, everything's fenced off, that's security it. guards, yep. uh, codes to get in. You need a ticket, a lot of places. Anyway, we remember the good old days, don't we, boys? Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It's a whole new world. It is. It's a whole yeah. new world. We'll talk about that in Twatum as well. A whole new world. <coughs> so. Uh, this is 10K Raid. It's every Friday between 10 and noon. If you'd like to talk to us on the telephone or buy a ticket, 90692086. If you'd like to text us a message, 0404556. If you'd like to volunteer, listen to this promo. We're always looking for people with an interest in radio, either presenting your own show or being on the technical side. Become a volunteer now. Head to our website at j-air.com.au. Follow the Get Involved link and click on Become a Volunteer Now. This is J-Air, online at j-air.com.au and on air, 88 FM. And this is 10K Radius on September the 15th, 2023. Day 258 of 365. After today, 107 days are left of 2023. How many days in the Jewish year? 
varies. Uh, Three fifty-four sometimes moisture. Yeah, it's a bit less than the. Uh, yeah, it's less because the, of the. Uh, the non-Jewish calendar, calendar is not as important as the Jewish calendar today, because tonight marks the first day of Tishrei. Mm-hmm. Five thousand seven hundred eighty-four. Four. 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 September the 16th, we read from two Torahs on Rosh Hashanah on the first day and the second day. We'll go into that in more detail. Mm. So today corresponds with the 29th of Elul, 5,783. That's right. Light candles at 5.52. And the Sunday holiday ends, the holiday ends on Sunday at 6.51. Yes, there's a lot of uh, times that uh, you have to be aware of. So uh, candle lighting tonight for Shabbos and Yontif is at 5.52 p.m. And then you can light uh, candles for second day Rosh Hashanah. That is Saturday night, um, went to Shabbos, 6.50 p.m. And then on Sunday, um, Yontif goes out at 6.51 p.m. And then on Monday, which is Fast of Gedalia, it's on Gedalia, that starts at 4.54am and goes out, finishes at 6.39pm. So if you got all of that, you're, uh, you're done very well. And in today's program, we'll have the normal segments, including Mendel's Mices. Have you got any Mices? I've got a beauty today in the lives of others. Okay. A chap who was born in 1877. He made... He's a, he's a, a giant in the uh, cosmetics field. That's all I'll say. Stay tuned. Right. Is he Australian? Yeah. No. Uh, Max? Yeah. <laughs> more, uh, more to come. I know a dirty joke about that. Yeah, no, me too. Also starts <laughs> with an F. Yeah. More to come later. That's yes. A, oh, Factor. Ah, you let the cat out of the bag. Oh, never mind. We, we don't need that any surprise. We've got the lives of others. We'll we'd be talking about Max Factor around the state. We'll, we'll be talking about Jeremy Jones also. Last week we did a bit of shtick on him already, Moisha. Right, yeah, we you? have. Yeah, okay. Baruch Dayan Hayemes. Yeah, thank you. Uh, but around the state, around the shuls, twatum, a bit of Yiddish, some jokes, music, Pasha of the Week, Pasha of the, the Year. Some Jewish sport. Jewish sport. Oh, don't forget Carlton this evening. Yeah, Carlton tonight. Gary, big oh, game, oh, Elimina- game, elimination final. And uh, the Melbourne Storm playing the Roosters. That's right. It's all, it's all happening on Rosh Hashanah. And don't forget the dreaded return of the blow, the dreaded blower back. They're back. It's spring. They're cutting the garden. <laughs> They're making a noise. Oh. Yes, I heard people have already got the uh, the hay fever. It's a strange thing in my block of units. I was talking to the gardener yesterday, and he comes every two weeks. A very good man named Dave McKenzie. And I used to work with him 25 years ago at Peter Isaacson Publications. Oh. He's changed his hand from a typesetter to a dreaded blower vac operator. He's got a green thumb now. Yeah, he's a good man. A warm welcome to the studio to Robert Bonchek, who has uh, uh, come in to wish everybody... No, switching on your microphone. Here we go. He's live on air shortly. The man of the moment. Morning, boys. Welcome. Good to see you. 
thought I'd uh, pop in and say Shana Tova to Thank you. Tova. He's wearing the his, crew here. He's wearing his sunglasses. Uh, yep, well, it's and, uh, very bright and sunny in here. Yes, it is. <laughs> That's for sure. And uh, he's wearing his New York uh, baseball cap. No, just a just what a happened to the Carlton Blues cap? Never had one. Uh, He's just, I think you're a St Kilda man. No, no, no. no, no. Anybody? You? Queen's uh, Road. Robert, why don't you go <laughs> ahead and thank our sponsor who brought us the new chairs? Yes, yep. and the new microphone. You'd have to do headphones. headphones. We have to thank Peachtree, Greg Ross Handler. Very generous with oh, all these beautiful oh, new chairs yes. here for us. Lovely. He um, gave them to. I uh, caught up with him. Uh, about a week ago, and uh, he's been a fantastic supporter of uh, J Air over the years. Good on you, Thank you very Wishima much. And his family. Uh, we used to Happy we, New Year. we used to sit on fruit cases before <laughs> we got the chairs. Uh-huh. Matching orange crates. Beautiful yes. chairs. Here's a here's a tada for Greg Ross Handler. Yeah. Make it another one. Very good. I like that. And the headphones, Robert. They were. Uh, <coughs> we bought them. Uh, station. Yeah, the station. That, that, that came out of petty cash. <laughs> They're fantastic. They came Beautiful. from Swamp Industries in Canberra. They're a very good Swamp. supply, and he, he looks after us incredibly well. I've dealt with him for many years. Right. Uh, well, good audio gear. They're about 50 bucks a piece, which is not bad. Mm. <coughs> okay, good let's, quality. Have, let's have a bit of music uh, to while away the moments. Uh, from the Basheva singers. Your uh, favourite. Our, our favourite. And it's called Rozinkas mit Mantla. Which uh, is uh, Sultanas. Raisins and Raisins. Almonds. Which goes into the uh, the round colours. Mm, not, not a glick. Yeah. Here we go. In in sits the Passion Sweet Mandlin, Dorsch wird sein dein Bauch, jeder Lärm. 
We're back on, folks. I missed the end of the song. That's all right. The Besheva singers, Rozhinkas with Mandla. Yep. Almonds and raisins. A good Very combination. Tasty. Very tasty. Um, we'll just skip through on this day because we've got lots of other things to do. Uh, some important dates, historical dates on this day in history, September the 15th. I can't see any. The HMS Beagle with Charles Darwin on board reaches the Galapagos Island in 1835. Mm. First use of tanks in warfare at the Battle of Lille, Battle of Fleur Corselette in 1916. Imagine them having a, a modern tank now. They'd love one of those. Who, who used the tanks? Part of the Battle of the Somme. Yeah, uh, but which which army? I think I think, I think was, Winston Churchill was the one that introduced the tanks a, into. It just World says War first one. use of tanks. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Monash was very very British, inventive with his tactics. Yeah, in in World War World yeah, War One. Yes. In 1928, Scottish bacteriologist Alexander Fleming discovers penicillin while studying the influenza. Yes, that was a. Uh, a lot of the uh, inventions were as a result of mistakes. <laughs> George, in 1980, 1992, George Soros, nice Jewish boy. Yep. He's got a name that sounds like trouble. Yeah, Soros. 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 His quantum fund begins selling large amounts of the pound sterling, <laughs> which uh, causes the pound to crash. He used yeah. to trade so much currency that he actually could manipulate the market. The market. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what else happened on this day. John Bull becomes the oldest operable steam locomotive in the world when the Smithsonian Institution operates it under its own power outside Washington DC in 1981. Don't have steam anymore, except that one that comes out of the kettle. Yep. Although you have those um, historical societies that run them every yeah, month, you know, yeah. Puffing Billy's still going. Yep. Famous. And they're starting that up. It, it's been closed down for a long time. Mm. It's supposed to start up very soon. Mm. I was up in the Dandenongs the other day, and all the restaurants are busting for them to start the Puffing Billy because mm. yeah, it yeah. brings the tourists for the Absolutely, course. Yeah. huge. Famous birthdays Marco Polo. He was born in 1254. William Taft, T-A-F-T. He was a U.S. president. He was, born in 1857. Agatha Christie. Great writer. Yeah. Writer. Born mm. in 1819. Novelist. 1890. Yep. Died in 1976. Jean, Jean Batten. Bet you don't guess this one. Uh, something to do with the... Battens that they pass in relays? <laughs> no. <laughs> Different she spelling. was an aviator from right. New Zealand. And uh, Prince Harry is 39 today. Yes. Oh, yes. Happy birthday. Raconteur, Happy. I would call him today. Raconteur. <laughs> I'd call him Rackoff Harry Lee. <laughs> <laughs> celebrity birthdays. Ashley Cooper. I thought those were the celebrity birthdays. No, that's, they're a famous birthday. Right. Ashley uh, Cooper's a movie star. Movie star, Gary. Uh, Ash Who? Ha 
Ashley. Ashley uh, that's Gary Cooper. That's You're Gary. thinking of Gary Cooper. Ashley Cooper was a tennis player. Oh, okay, that's it. Born in 1936, died in 2020. Gaylord Perry. Or Gaylord Perry. No, I don't know him. No. American baseballer. Abdul Qadir. Or Abdul Qadir. Abundis, for sure. No, he's a cricketer. Indian, yeah? Yep. Indian. No, I think he's Pakistani. Pakistani, okay. With a name like Abdul Qadir. 1955 to 2019. Oliver Stone? Yes, he's the American... Uh, producer, film producer, yes. director? Oliver yeah. Stone, I was thinking. Tommy Lee Jones, 77 uh, today. Jewish. Oh. Tommy yeah, Lee Tommy's, Jones. Tommy Lee Jewish. Jones, Jewish. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm. I might go. be wrong, but... Well, Oliver I, Stone and Tommy Lee Jones are both 77 today. Uh-huh. Dan Marino, 62. Dan Marino. Something to do with sheep? <laughs> no, different spelling. He's Italian. He, he was an American footballer. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. I love their football. Would you believe Google.com is registered as a domain name in 1997 on this day? Wow. Worth a bit of money today. Uh, two Jewish boys. Two, just Sergey Brin and Larry Page. Yes. Uh, I'll just run through the famous deaths in history. Isambard Kingdom Brunel, British engineer, 1806 to 1859. He was a very, very famous engineer, Brunel. Yes. Enormously well accredited. Thomas Wolfe. He was an author, wasn't he? I'll just look it up. Known for his novels. Yeah, he wrote... um, That makes him an author. I can't remember his major works. Uh, Johnny Ramone died on this uh, day. Punk rocker. From the Ramones. From the Ramones, yeah. And died in 2004. Oh, that long ago. He had some Jewish blood in him too, Gary, but we haven't got time to talk no, about we him. Got time. <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton, American actor, 1926 to 2017. And recent deaths we've been through Jimmy Buffett. Last Jim week, Kennedy, yeah. Gorgian, yeah. Michael yeah. Parkinson, yeah. and Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. yeah. Gary, yes. I'm going to turn back one day. Yesterday, the 14th of September, it was the uh, birthday of a great Jewish singer who passed away. I'm talking about Amy Winehouse. Oh. Um, yeah, she was born yes. on the 14th of September. Um in 1983, she died on the 11th of July 2011 at that age of, that a lot of rock stars passed away, 27. Right. She falls in that category of Jimi Hendrix passed away at 27, Janis Joplin, and there's probably uh, 10 or 12 others. Uh, Jim Morrison from The Doors. Uh, Drug abuse, alcohol abuse, and with uh, Amy Winehouse, they, they think bulimia bulimia was also part of her death. I wanted to add that to the list today because she was such a great singer. She was um, uh, in really a cut out of the norm. Something special, and I remember her duets with Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, sh- sh- fantastic. She is the first British woman 
to win five Grammys, and that she was awarded that uh, back in 2008. A huge award, and uh, her music lives on some fantastic songs she had. One of my favourites is uh, Valerie, and right. stuff like Rehab and uh, Back to Back. Look them up. Gary might have time to play one yeah, later. Might, yeah. Could you find one there, Gary? Um, she was oh. a legend. and uh, We're not allowed to play it off YouTube. Oh, you're right. You sure? Okay. Have you got the CD at home? We'll bring it in next week, maybe. Okay, yeah, it'd be good. <laughs> yeah, 27 years old. Uh, we might have her in the music library. If yeah. she's in the music library, we can play it. Yep. Okay. And no, what's not? Well, what about talking about some Yiddish history for today? Well, how yes. about how about membership? Far away. How Robert. about membership? Absolutely. This oh, is yes. the time of the year that you can help Jay Air. That's it. Just go to our yeah. website, j-air.com.au. That's it. And sign up for a year's membership. Yeah. We really would appreciate your support and yes. wish you all a Shana Tova. That's it. Sadoka, charity, giving. That's all that's all part of the deal. Give before to me. Rosh Hashanah. Keeps Jay Air on air and this that's great it. show on air. That's it. It makes Gary very happy. $54 is a matzia, isn't it? Yeah. It is. It's nothing these it's days. It's garnished. Nothing. Tax deductible donation as well. Donations are 100% yeah. tax deductible. Yeah. That's fantastic. Let's have a look for some Jewish history, Gary. 15th of September corresponds to the last day of the Jewish year, 29th of Elul. That's it. And Haftet. Haftet's. Tet. 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 29, eh? There you go. On this day, the 29th of Elul in 1789, the third Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schnurzen of Lubavitch, who was born in 1789 uh, and died in 1866, he was born on this day, the 29th of Elul, orphaned from his mother at the age of three, he was raised by his maternal grandfather, Rabbi Schneer Zelman of Liadi. Yes, he was the author of Tanya and the, the yes, Alter Rebbe. Called is the known Alter Rebbe. As, yeah. And uh, this Rabbi Menachem Mendel assumed the leadership of Chabad in 1827 upon the passing of his father-in-law and uncle, who was the Rabbi Dov Bear of Lubavitch. And... Uh, he was known as the Tzemach Tzedek. Tzemach Tzedek. 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 It means a sprouting of righteousness after his work of a lot of halachic uh, stuff. He was a child prodigy he and was. he was absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, he he took after his grandfather who was unbelievable. And brilliant. he was... He, he he was against the Haskalah movement. He he was a strong voice yes. against that, the Enlightened yep. movement, yep. and uh, he, he, uh, a battle which turned him no less than um, twenty-two imprisonments as well for going uh, against the Tsarist regime. He, you know, he stood up for his rights. The early rabbi spent many many years in, in prison in, in Tfisa, Yeah. yeah. Other Jewish history for today, we look at uh, the death of the false prophet Hananiah, the son of Azur, Moshe, back in 3760 before the Common Era, in the fourth year of the reign of King Zedekiah, Jeremiah prophesied that 
Jerusalem will ultimately fall to Nebuchadnezzar and a false prophet named Hananiah, son of Azur, uh, contradicted uh, his words, claiming that in two years' time the precious vessels Nebuchadnezzar had ransacked four years prior would be returned. Remember anything about this, the prophecies? No, I knew him well. <laughs> I used to, to have go, a cup could, of coffee with him every uh, I have to go, guys. Wednesday morning. So, you have yeah. to go. Where yeah, are you yeah, going? We've got a lot got, of things to do You've got today. to pick up your colours and pick up colours. All sorts of to things to organise. I just popped in to oh, wish you all the best and lovely. everybody listening. And thanks for having me on it's air always, with, in, uh, in the show. It's always good to see your bright, smiling face. You're fit. He looks yeah, very fit. fit. He looks fit. He looks healthy. His skin is Yay. like shining, uh, shining. <laughs> <laughs> Positively glowing. With Max glowing, glowing. Max Factor. Yeah, that's yeah, more than likely. He's, he's used We've his got, cosmetics this morning. It's fantastic. A couple of little, little other items for okay, this day. Cheers, boys. All the best. All the best, Robert. You, Robert. All the best. And Shana Tova to you and the whole family. Thank you. everybody at Jair, the, uh, the crew, that put in so many hours Enjoy. Have a good Shabbos and a yeah. healthy and bright and muzzle dick new closed? year. No. no, we never close. We never close the door just in case we have to make a quick exit. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gary, we continue. A couple yeah, more, little, couple of Yiddish uh, items for this day. Very important that we mention that today is the fifth day of creation on the calendar of uh, going back to 3760 before the common era when God created the animals of the sea and the birds. Tomorrow, the sixth day, Rosh Hashanah is the creation of man. That's why it's called Rosh Hashanah, correct, Moshe? Everything was created first in a system. I'll mention them. Light, sky, land, uh, the uh, heavenly constellations, fish and birds on the fifth and animals came just before man on the sixth day, uh, all to do with the six great stages of God's creative activity. Something you never think about, do you? But uh, the first of Tishrei about it every day. is the, uh, the birth of man starting the new year. And uh, let's have a look at a couple of other little items, Gary. What they say in... Uh, general Jewish history for the 15th of September and it talks about uh, the Nuremberg Laws were enacted in Germany on this day back in 1935. Always they were aiming at a Yiddish festival and they knew it's Rosh Hashanah and that was uh, making it extra hard back then, 1935. Uh, also, the 15th of September in Jewish history, birth date of prize-winning Israeli novelist Chaim Chazaz. He was born well, way back in 1898. Heard of him? H-A-Z-A-Z. We mentioned Amy Winehouse's uh, yeah. birthday yesterday, 14th of September, back in 1983. And one more for the 15th of September. Israel and Egypt agree on a framework for peace back in 1978. And shortly, probably in next week's show, we'll talk about the uh, 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. 
Okay, that's for next week. But that's our Jewish history for today. And uh, we'll have more next week on 10K Radius. Beautiful. Thank you, Mendel. We'll have Twatum coming up very shortly. But I just thought I'd like to remind you of some of the Jewish comedians inherited or were present at the Catskills in America and the comics of Vaudeville. Shecky Green? Shecky, nah. Red Buttons? Oh, yeah, Red Buttons. Totty Fields? Yep. Joey Bishop, Milton Burl, Ian Murray, Danny Kaye, Henny Youngman, Buddy Hackett, Sid Caesar, Groucho Marx, Jackie Mason, Victor Borger, Woody Allen, Joan Rivers, Lenny Bruce, Mm. George Burns, Alan Sherman, Jerry Lewis, Peter Sellers, Carl Reiner, Shelley Berman, Gene Wilder, Georgie Jessel, Alan King, Mel Brooks, Phil Silvers, Jack Carter, Rodney Dangerfield, Don Rickles, Jack Benny, and many more. Wow. And there wasn't a single swear word among their comedy. Yeah, they knew how to Some of their jokes... Uh, were quite beyond the pale. I mm. just got back from a pleasure trip. I took my mother-in-law to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great one-liners they did, those yeah. guys. And don't forget um, the Chazanim used to come to the Catskills every year for the, all the festivals. Top world-class Chazanim, including Dudu Fisher. He had a, a gig there for many, many years at the Catskills. Yes. For many years. But we'll, that's We'll talk about him in the announcements yeah, later on. Yeah, we, we've been promoting uh, him each week. How, how long is your twatum, Morris? My twatum goes for quite some time, but maybe oh. we, uh, we talk about the, uh, the breaking news, uh, the judgment yesterday. Yes, good topic. Um, in regards to the Brighton Secondary College, Uh, In short, a federal court judge has found the state of Victoria and the principal of Brighton Secondary College breached the Racial Discrimination Act and five former Jewish students uh, said they were subjected to anti-Semitic bullying at the school and uh, the students are going to receive compensation payouts totalling about $435,000. I read that the Victorian state government spent in excess of or around $2 million, that's your money, Mendel, $2 million to fight the case, um, they have lost. So that $2 million is down the gurgler. Um, Justice Debbie Mortimer found the Racial Discrimination Act had been breached by the State of Victoria and the principal of Brighton Secondary College, who failed to properly address anti-Semitism between 2015 and 2020. The case was brought by plaintiffs Joel and Matt Kaplan, Liam Arnold-Levy, Guy Cohen and Jack Snelling, who claimed they were repeatedly targeted by classmates. They said they were subjected to anti-Semitic taunts from other students and that Nazi symbols were graffitied around the school. And there wasn't just one or two. It was all over the school. Mm. You couldn't miss it. On Thursday evening, Victorian Education Minister Natalie Hutchins released a statement with an apology from the government describing anti-Semitism and racism as entirely abhorrent. A government spokeswoman said Brighton Secondary College Principal Richard Minak was not currently at the school but confirmed he had not been sacked or stood down. So he's gone AWOL. 
in a 455-page judgment. That's almost a ream of reflex copy paper, Gary. Yeah, 500, oh, yeah. 455 published judgment published on Thursday. Justice Mortimer criticised the conduct of Mr Minak, saying he failed to punish students who drew Nazi symbols or run school-wide campaigns to deter anti-Semitic behaviour. Justice Mortimer said there was an inexplicable and unusual tolerance for anti-Semitic graffiti, graffiti and a preparedness to ignore, downplay and take less seriously the complaints made by Jewish students and their families. Um, the students allege Mr Minak also breached the Racial Discrimination Act during a speech to a school assembly which included remarks that offended, insulted, humiliated and intimidated Jewish students. Mm. Um, Moshe, can I ask you a question as well? The headmaster had some uh, Nazi links in yeah, his background as yeah, well, which yeah. is brought up in During court. evidence in the trial, several witnesses said Mr Minak made references at an assembly to his father being a Nazi mm. and a good man. Mm. Um, after that, anti-Semitic jokes increased, the Heil Hitlers increased, the swastikas increased. So... Um, Zach Snelling, he's going to get almost a quarter of a million dollars, 245948 I don't know how they work out the exact amounts. Um, 63780 to Joel Kaplan, 60000 to Matt Kaplan, 55000 to Guy Cohen, and 11532 to Arnold Levy. Moshe, despite all what was going on over the years, I think two or three out of the five continued to wear a kippah at school, although yep. that was pulled from them many times. Their devotion to Yiddishkeit was so strong, they still didn't give in to these uh, bandit, and we'll call them. Yep. The whole, you know, That's they right. fought. Was there any for judgment uh, against the students who called them names, etc.? Too hard doesn't, to prove. It doesn't say anything mm. in regards to it's the too many. students. Mm. Um, so after. Miss, uh, Justice Mortimer left the bench. Um, members of the Jewish community who attended the court hearing clapped, cheered, mm. hugged the plaintiffs, and some in the gallery began singing, singing the Hatikva, the wow. Israeli national anthem. Does it make reference to Devira Abramovich being in the court? Uh, yes, there's been statements made by the Jewish Community Council of Victoria, the Executive Council of Australian Jury. Must be um, as well. Anti defamation. All, all the uh, Caulfield MP David Southwick. Mm. Mm. Um, great victory. Yeah, it's a great victory. And. Uh, We'll see mm. uh, whether this stems anti-Semitic behaviour in that mm. school, of course, and in all other schools. But this is a big problem on campuses, mm. including universities. Mm. Mm. Comes so, on top um, of the um, legislation banning the Nazi salute in the past couple of weeks. So it's timely. Yep. Yes. Yes, it's... Uh, we'll see what happens over Rosh Hashanah. It's, it's a battle. It's because a battle. they know it's Jewish New Year. There's there's yeah. uh, increased security all, at all the shuls with the CSG. Yeah. Yeah. And in Israel, oh, boy, they've stepped up um, the border crossing closures. You'll talk about this later, yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. Because oh, well. it's... Uh, uh, they're, they're on high alert because... Uh, 
You've got on the Gaza border there riots, burning tyres there. Um, the, there was an incident there yesterday because you, they were celebrating the 18th anniversary of Israel withdrawing from there, Moshe. Yep. You read about that? Yep. Six Palestinians were actually killed. They burnt tyres, there was riots, but their bomb actually blew up that they were trying to fire over the border to Israel. Such a, that, a mess, a that, miracle. That often often happens. And, and, yeah. uh, and then they say, oh, we blame Israel. <laughs> it was Israel's fault, you know. They intervened. No. So there's... Uh, Let's have a bit of music now from Chava Alperstein, the partisan song. You remember this one. <laughs> Zog nit kein molas du geist am letzten Weg Himlen blaiene verstellen blaue Teg Kommen wird doch unser ausgebänkte Schor Sveta peukt an unser Trott mir sennen do Kommen wird doch unser ausgebänkte Schor Sveta peukt an unser Trott mir sennen do von grünem Palmenland bis Land von weißem Schnee. Wir kommen on mit unser Pein, mit unser Weh. Ohne wo gefallen uns dieser Spritz von unser Blut. Sprotzen wird dort unser Gwurre, unser Mut. Ohne wo gefallen uns dieser Spritz von unser Blut. Sprotzen wird dort unser Gwurre, unser Mut. Wird die Morgensonne begilden uns dem Heid und der Nächten wird verschwinden mit dem Feind. Nur heut versammeln wird die Sonne und der Kajor. Wie Parol soll gehen das Lied von Dor zu Dor. Nur heut versammeln wird die Sonne und der Kajor. Wie Parol soll gehen das Lied von Dor zu Dor. Das Lied geschrieben ist mit Blut und nicht mit Blei. Es ist nicht kein Lied von einer Fegel auf der Frei. Das hat ein Volk zwischen Fallen die gewähnt. Das Lied gesungen mit einer Ganges in die Hand. Das hat ein Volk zwischen Fallen die gewähnt. Das Lied gesungen mit einer Ganges in die Hand. Sag nicht kein Mal, was du gehst am letzten Weg. Wenn Himmeln bleiene, verstellen blaue Tege. Kommen wird doch unser ausgebänkte Schor. Sveta peukt an unser Trotz, mir sennen durch. Kommen wird doch unser ausgebänkte Schor. Sveta peukt an unser Trotz, mir sennen durch. has moved to 88 megahertz on the FM band. Come with us to hear all your favourite programs on the new J-Air 88 FM.
that's a blast from the past. Yes, absolutely. That partisan song sung in uh, Yiddish, in uh, Jewish language, is a very, very... Uh, Movie. Heart-wrenching, yeah, emotional, emotional oh. soulful yeah. song. Very, very uh, well-known and sung at commemorative events, including at uh, the Jewish, uh, the Melbourne Jewish Museum, the Bialystok uh, Ghetto mm. commemoration that I attended uh, a couple of weeks ago. We sang that song, and it certainly brought tears to the eyes. It does. Yeah. Now, Lives of Others with Max Factor, brought to you by Max Lasky. Thank you, Gary. Lives of Others today, we dedicate this segment to Max Factor. We'll put Senior in, in brackets, who was born on the 15th of September, 1877, died on the 30th of August, 1938. His real name at birth was Maximilian Faktorowicz. Now, there's a good Polish name, Faktorowicz. A Polish-American businessman, beautician, entrepreneur and inventor. As a founder of the cosmetics giant Max Factor and Company, he largely developed the modern cosmetics industry in America and popularized the term makeup in noun form based on the verb. He certainly had an interesting career. As, and he was born in Zudanska Wola Congress, Poland, part of the Russian Empire then, I think, on the border. It's near Lodge, apparently. Uh, he died in Beverly Hills, California. Let's have a look at his early life and what he was all about. He had a couple of wives and uh, he was also known for doing makeovers for starlets and giving them their signature looks. His most iconic works included Jean Harlow's Platinum Hair. You remember her? Yes, yes. Clara Bowes Bob, Lucille's Balls, False Eyelashes and Red Curls. Famous. Wow. And he did uh, Joan Crawford's Hunter's Bow or overdrawn lips. He had a talent, this Max Factor. Let's have a look at his early life. Uh, his, uh, he was born... I'm dead keen to tell that story. <laughs> no, no, don't tell that <laughs> no, joke. Don't tell that joke. Oh, Robert no. will, will, uh, oh. will sue us. Yes. Uh, he, his father was Avraham Faktorovich, and uh, his dad actually was a rabbi, a hard-working grocer as well. He worked in textiles, depending upon the source, to afford film education for his four children, of which Max was eight. By the age of eight, Factor was working as an assistant to a dentist and pharmacist. At age nine, he was apprenticed to a wig maker. Here's where his career kicks off. And a cos- cosmetician in Lodge in central Poland, and that experience, that experience enabled him to gain a position at Antons of Berlin. This was a, a famous hairstylist and cosmetics uh, creator. By the age of 14, he was working at Corpo, a Moscow wig maker and cos- 
mathematician to the Imperial Russian Grand Opera. He spent the years from age 18 to 22 undertaking his compulsory military service in the Imperial Russian Army where he served in the hospital corps. Upon his discharge, he opened his own shop in the town of Ryazan, selling handmade rouges and creams, fragrances and wigs. He became well known when a travelling theatrical troupe wore Factors Cosmetics to to perform from Russian nobility. The Russian nobility appointed Factor the official cosmetics expert for the royal family and the Imperial Russian Grand Opera, an honour which led him to be closely monitored. He married Esther Rosa, and by 1904 they produced three children, By uh, and at this time, stage concerned about the anti-Semitism uh, and persecution going on, he and his wife decided to follow his brother Nathan and Uncle Fischel to America, Worried that he would not be released pr- from his royal service, he arranged with the assistance of a friend to take a rest cure at the Kalavi Very. You know, heard of that, Gary? Kalavari. Yep, there you go. Carl's Thank you. Bad. Yep. According- In the Czech Republic. Thank you, Gary. According to one version of his escape from the royal service, and it talks about after meeting up with his family, they travelled to in the in the steerage class on board the SS ship uh, Mutkloy Three, and they arrived in America in 1904. He had 400 US dollars in his possession, and they settled in St. Louis, Missouri. He started at the World uh, Fair there in 1904 operating under the name of Max Factor. And this is where he had a partner, stole all his stock and profits, but his uh, uncle and brother helped him recover. They opened a barber shop. Um, and he goes on to talk about um, all the mishaps. His wife died. and You've got 10 seconds. Yeah, but uh, he created an empire, and today we pay uh, tribute to him. If we've got time, we'll talk about uh, more about him later. But he all started with uh, with the theatre. Who wants to be informed about events in Israel, our complicated political system, interviews with international personalities, how we cope economically, religion and state, or on a variety of other matters that I think you would like to know about? Then tune into Walter's World every Tuesday at 11 a.m. or find it on demand on the JR website. Don't miss it. Find us on Facebook. Just head to www.facebook.com forward slash Radio. That's two R's. JR Radio. You are listening to JR 88 FM.
Welcome to the second hour of 10K Radius. You're with the MGM boys. Mendel, what do you found on the floor, Morris? I found uh, part of the... Uh, no. Uh, it's just the protective the equipment. cover. Part of the equipment. On Are the you floor. insured for breakage? We'll oh, clip it on know. later, Murray. Anyway, all good. Just one little item, Gary, to conclude with Max oh, Factor. Uh, before you go, I'd like to say Max Factor is closely associated with Helena Rubenstein. Very close. Yes, <laughs> but don't, don't say how. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it to uh, their imagination. Yeah. Anyway, the Academy of Motion Picture and Arts and Sciences, Sciences presented Max Factor with an honorary Academy Award in 1929 for his contributions to the film industry. And in addition, he is honoured with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And he's mentioned in the song Hooray for Hollywood in a reference to his creation of that uh, of Clara Bow's heart shaped lips to see to be an actor see Mr Factor he'll make your pucker look good there you go pucker still yeah. can't spell it right <laughs> P-U-C-K-E-R that's Mr Max Factor the rest is history Gary what a Mr. legend Mr Factor with a pucker factor <laughs> I wonder why he chose the name Factor Faktorovich. Well, we thought for his original name, Faktorovich. Mm. But his company is spelt F-A-C-T-O-R, isn't it? Yeah. But uh, Faktorovich with a K, I would, would imagine. Max Factor and Helena Rubinstein, your roots in Poland. There's a referral to what you've been talking about, Gary. Yeah, right. <laughs> Archive from an original. Now, you've got all the collections here of what, what he was up to. Anyway... Great little oh. story. Every week we've got the lives of others. We we pick out. Last week we had a ha- Harry Trigubov. Yeah. We had. Uh, we have. I, res- I, I had a cup of coffee one on one with uh, good old Harry. Did many you? years ago? Yeah. Some of that muzzle wiped up onto your sleeve, I yeah, believe. We talked about this, that, and the other, and uh, get it was to very interesting. And his donations to yep. the Yeshiva College in Sydney, no doubt. Talked about his kids. Mm. I see you're champing at the bit there, Macy, for... Uh, for what? Twatum. <laughs> well, you know, I've always got some good twats. We've got some good ones today. Oh, I'll just interrupt you with a, a cute little saying from one of those comedians I read out from the Catskills. Someone stole all my credit uh, credit cards, but I won't be reporting it. The thief spends less than my wife. <laughs> yeah, is. that's a good one. <laughs> I like that one. That's a beauty, I like it. Here we go with Twatum. It's good news week. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere, contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Someone's found a way to give the rotting dead a will to live, go on and never die. Have you heard the news? What did it say? Who's won that race? Before I start with Twatum, um, it reminds me this being Erev Rosh Hashanah, that is uh, the day before Rosh Hashanah or the eve- before the evening of Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it's a very, very auspicious day in Israel and I happened to be in Israel for Rosh Hashanah one year and it's a day that people in droves, busloads 
go to Keve Rochel. They go to the grave, the grave site of our matriarch Rachel, who was married to Jacob. And uh, the reason they do that is that they, the people that go there, many of them have requests, some of them for marriage, some for children, some for. Parnosa. Uh, Parnosa, some for Rafur Shlema, for health reasons, etc., etc. Everybody's got a reason. And even if you don't have a reason, you go anyway. And I was fortunate enough to have a guide that took me, um, and I entered into a very crowded small room within the tomb complex, and. Um, let me tell you, it's one of the most memorable, auspicious, heart-wrenching, but also heart-warming occasions that I've ever experienced. And I broke out crying uncontrollably. And I was in this, packed in like sardines, um, lots and lots of women unbelievable mostly women um and it was it was just incredible that uh, this occurs every single year the day before rosh hashanah and people crying out to rochel to to the matriarch to the imma rachel for her to beseech uh, on their behalf god to um, to give them what they needed in life before Rosh Hashanah. It was unbelievable. Anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Twatam. So, uh, just uh, before you go, Moshe, yeah. is it in Bethlehem, the cave of it? The, the, this is on the way to um, uh, near Efrat. Oh, it's Efrat. Uh, she was buried on the uh, way on, on the, the way road where side. the exiles to Babylon right. would be walking. Uh, and that she would um, cry but, which to God and beseech God that yeah. uh, the exile would uh, yeah, come to an end. She was born on the side, whereas the others were she, born She died uh, during uh, giving mm. uh, child, childbirth to, uh, to her second son, Benjamin. Benjamin. But um, yes, so that's in uh, the West Bank. That's in the West Bank. Yes, yes. yeah, you need a you go past the front. Yep, and. Um, that's where it is. On yeah, the, I can yeah. picture it. Yeah, on I think the way to Bethlehem, oh, it's uh, yeah, it's right. it's unbelievable. Yeah, Yom Hazikaron, Rosh Hashanah is known as as well. Don't forget Moshe. Yeah, the day of remembering. Yeah, and we have to remember that there's actually four new years in the Jewish yeah, calendar: yeah, yeah. first of Nisan, first of Elul, first of Tishrei, and uh, Shvat for the trees. So for uh, we have New Year for animals, trees. The environment and for man, and for man, and uh, the first of Nisan actually uh, starts off our calendar. Our calendar yeah. in terms yeah. of the seasons, Correct. the agricultural year, the appointment of kings. It's on and on. It's a whole mission. Me and you, and Gary, yeah. we could talk Torah all day. Oh, absolutely, could, absolutely. <laughs> so much as some as some people do. And of course, we're entering now into the Aseretimei Shuva, the ten days of repentance, and uh, we might have time to talk about that, etc., etc. Anyway, Twatum, the IDF 
Now, I must mention, I don't, um, I don't uh, uh, tell the twats in uh, in a particular chronological order or importance. I just tell them as I've how you sort feel, of, how I feel, yeah, how I've written them good. down. You know, this is just the way it is. The IDF will implement a closure of the West Bank and the Gaza Strip during the Rosh Hashanah holiday. The closure will begin on Friday morning after midnight and will end Sunday night at 11.59pm. Humanitarian and medical cases will be allowed through the checkpoint. So for security reasons, they're going to close off the entrances into Israel through these checkpoints from the West Bank and the Gaza Strip for the high holidays. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is expected to fly to, you know where he's going? He's going to the Silicon Valley. You know yes. who he's going to meet? Mr. Silicon. He could well be Mr. Silicon. He's going to meet up with Elon Musk, the owner of X, former Twitter, and major shareholder of Tesla. Now, it doesn't say why he's going to meet up with Elon but maybe, maybe he's due for a new Tesla, or I, I don't know. Or he's got to renew his account on uh, on Twitter or X. He I have no idea. Benjamin Netanyahu doesn't know how to spell X. <laughs> well, how does he yeah. sign? How does he sign his name, Gary? Uh, uh, yeah, good question. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. He's going to meet uh, Elon and say hello. Um, what for? He's a bit of a Turkey, isn't he, Elon Musk? Well, you know, he's, uh, he's he done a few anti-Semitic uh, scenarios on he X. He refused uh, to turn on his satellite know. network to help Ukraine in the fight against the Russian... the Russians. Right, OK, so there you go. Because he created another war. Right. What, what else and, and, of course, we know that uh, he's going to meet Biden um, on the side, so to speak. He's... He's been uh, he's been cut off from the White House. So uh, good old. Uh, so Bibby will be Bibby. there for Yom Kippur, by the looks of it. Ah, so there's a whole business. Uh, mm. He may well have to uh, catch a special flight just to get back uh, for uh, the high holidays. Anyway, we'll uh, maybe talk about that later. The UK, Germany, France, and the US told the IAEA the International Atomic Energy Agency on Thursday, that further action would be needed on Iran if that country did not fulfil legal obligations and did not clarify issues over nuclear material, including locations of nuclear... locations of the nuclear material. So there you go. There's more pressure from those four countries on the International Atomic Energy Agency in regards to Iran and their nuclear uh, ambitions. And this is just an ongoing thing. I mean, it's uh, never going to stop. Moshe, do you think a nuclear deal is being had with uh, Putin and Kim Jong-un at the moment? They're meeting yes. North Korea and Russia. Gary, there's something going on here. Well, They're going to sell each other yeah, military and, arms. and this North whole Korea. business with uh, Russia and Iran mm. that uh, Iran could end up with uh, sophisticated weapons out yeah. of Russia and that's Mishkit. a big uh, issue for Israel. Mm. It's uh, on for young and old. Syrian authorities have reported alleged Israel airstrikes 
near the city of Homs for the second time in hours, according to Israel media. Iran, uh, according to, I think it was Defence Minister Gallant, they're building military airfields within Mm. civilian airfields. So, you know, the Banditan, they're doing similar to what Hamas and Hezbollah do. They hide themselves in Mm. civilian airfields. Um, places, schools, churches, schools and oh, churches, hospitals, and mosques and yeah. hospitals. It's, uh, it's deplorable. But the Israelis that, uh, went into Syria, didn't they, the last couple of days? And they've knocked out a few military installations. Yeah, they look, killed a couple of Syrians. Yeah, yeah but, but mainly it's through airstrikes at the moment. Airstrikes, yeah. yeah. We've got this whole business with the... Uh, a deal, hopefully, between Saudi Arabia and Israel, normalisation of uh, relationships. One part of that deal will be that Saudi Arabia is asking the US for nuclear capabilities for civilian purposes, but there is a fear that, obviously, they could um, use those nuclear capabilities for military purposes but top Israeli sources have reported that there is already secret technological ways to ensure the Saudis do not misuse nuclear items for military purposes Um, and uh, so the Israelis are again on top of the game and they say uh, even if the, the Saudis do get nuclear capabilities for civilian purposes from the US as part of a normalisation deal with Israel, that the Israelis have got ways to uh, restrict the Saudis from uh, transferring civilian nuclear capabilities to military capabilities. President Yitzhak Herzog confirmed in a speech on Wednesday that there is an agreement possibly from both the coalition government and the opposition political bloc for what's called an outline which would include new legislation if a milder law to limit the reasonableness standard and an 18-month legislation freeze on the judicial reform. Herzog reiterated that we can reach agreements, we can stop the risks, we can return the nation to sanity, we can create a new year of hope. But, uh, of course, there needs to be uh, overcoming opposition from uh, various uh, parties within the coalition government, including Justice Minister Yariv Levin, the architect of the judicial reform package, um, others like Itamar Ben-Gavir and Betzalel Smotrich, they're not uh, keen on, uh, you know, doing deals with the opposition. There's also a lot of mistrust within the opposition side. Benny Gantz is more open to an outline, whilst Yair Lapid is less enthusiastic. And with such distrust and accusations being hurled from all sides, a compromise agreement does at this stage not seem imminent and Israel will need to wait to see what and when something happens. Okay. Do you know that over the last Jewish year, a total of 49,000 Jews, you know what they've done? They've been ascending the Temple Mount. So you get... On average, almost a thousand Jews 
going to Harhabayit, and uh, that's 2,664 less than the previous year, according to the Biadino organisation. Biadino provides guides, and they, um, they're always present at the site on a daily basis to uh, guide people who want to come to uh, the Temple Mount, Harabayat. During the year, Biadina reported there were 235 brides and grooms that visited on their wedding day, 72 for their butt and bar mitzvahs, and 236 visitors were arrested and detained, and a further 62 were removed by the administrative order. So there you go. You've got Yidden going there. But as you know, Muslims have access to the site um, as they want. And importantly, they, uh, they have 11 gates of entry, while non-Muslims only have one, which is called the Moors Gate. Prayer at the site is illegal, although you get a lot of Yidden praying there. Mm. Except for Muslims, they can pray whenever they want. And... That goes against all of these criticisers who say Israel is an apartheid state. That alone shows you Israel is not an apartheid state. Well said, Moshe. Right. Now, um, we had... Sorry. ID? Yeah, please do. I'll play Molly Meldrum. Okay. Shalom. This is Molly and you are listening to Jay Air. And... Shalom, this is Molly, and you're listening to Jay Air. That was his echo. That was his echo. Yes. Do you know that dozens of Greek and Israeli fighter pilots took part in a joint drill on Wednesday, flying thousands of kilometres from Israel to Greece and back? During the drill, targets were fired at under challenging weather conditions. Now, this is the important thing. Israeli fighter pilots had a 100% success rate in hitting all their targets beautiful these israeli pilots are phenomenal do you know to become an israeli pilot you have to have such a high iq Mm. and you have to be so capable even if you're brilliant you're not guaranteed to be an israeli pilot you have to be top of the game there's a film on the YouTube somewhere or other of an Israeli pilot who lands his jet fighter with one wing. Wow. He'd been shot off and he thought, well, there's a bit of a waste of material here if I jump out. Yeah. And he landed it with one wing intact. Incredible. You hear about the Jewish kamikaze pilot? He landed in his brother-in-law's scrap metal yard. <laughs> <laughs> A good bit. Have you heard of the Jerusalem Old City Dung Gate? I've always worried about that name. It's one of the uh, 13 gates. Yeah, exactly. The Jerusalem Old City Dung Gate Complex received 15 15 million Aussie dollars, 40 million new Israeli shekels for innovations and has been upgraded uh, up to the Western Wall entrance with various infrastructural and aesthetic improvements, which has made the area more accommodating for the public. 
Uh, on Wednesday, there was an inaugural ceremony took place by the renovated gate. Tourism Minister Chaim Katz attended as it heads for the Jerusalem Affairs, the Jewish Traditions Ministries, as well as from the Jerusalem Municipality. Wonderful. Um, now, listen to this one. Have you heard of a guy called Rabbi Yosef Paritza? P-A-R-Y-Z-E-R. Like well, the Jerusalem sausage. district... Yes, Gary, sorry. Sounds like a German sausage. <laughs> yeah, right. Parisa. Parisa. Parisa, there you go. Yiddish there you go. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's uh, a butcher. <laughs> no, but he's actually a rabbi. The Jerusalem district attorney's office announced on Thursday that an indictment has been filed against Rabbi Parisa for deceiving 30 women into simultaneous relationships... <laughs> Under the persona of a bachelor called Jake Siegel. Paritza, a 34-year-old American citizen, married with two children, lived a double life. He has lived with his ultra-Orthodox family in Jerusalem, has been teaching at a yeshiva, while since 2016 using various dating websites and apps such as Tinder, Bumble, Okay, Cupid, appearing to women as a single secular uh, individual working as a seeing eye dog trainer. Wow. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Parita was arrested on August the 22nd and has been in jail since. You know what he's done? He's copied that guy in that Netflix movie. Gary, remember recently there was a guy similar, but he only had about eight. He swindles them out of money. I forgot the name of the movie. Um, Oh, you know, unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And a rovnach. What a shunder. A shunder, (laughs) You come up with some beauties. I tell you, I love these uh, twats. Because I don't like the usual media yeah, stuff that you right. can read in every yeah, paper and exactly. watch on the news. I like getting all the uh, the juicy stuff. Do you know that every synagogue in Jerusalem will have armed guards for the upcoming high holidays due to the increasing and uprising in terror attacks? There have been 19 attacks in Jerusalem since the beginning of this year with 31 other incidents thwarted. Thousands of police officers will be deployed at crowded locations and holy sites. The decision is significant because unlike in the US and Europe, and also here in Australia, Mendel, Israeli synagogues don't usually have armed security guards on a day-to-day basis. There you go. Mm. They're unguarded. Do you know that there's about 9.8 million people living in Israel? Well, the population is expected to reach the 10 million mark by the end of next year, according to the Central Bureau of Statistics. By the end of 2048, Israel's population is expected to reach 15 million. Can Yerbo, as we say. Morris, the Australian statistics came out yesterday, actually 26.5 million roughly, Gary, now the population of the land down under. 26. There you go. 26 yeah, plus. Yeah, we're over the 26. I yeah. wonder how many are going to vote yes or no on October the 14th. We'll, we'll do, the, we'll do more, a betting more market. More no than yes, I think. Gary, no is uh, more probably... More no s- than yes? More no than yes. At the moment, yeah, it yeah. could swing the other way. Israel's central bank is pushing forward with plans to issue a digital shekel. 
citing the need to improve the country's payment systems. But on Tuesday, um, they were non-committal on whether one would be actually launched. The central bank has been experimenting with a digital shekel with its Hong Kong counterpart and the Bank for International Settlements. The so-called seller project will provide a shekel with preventive cyber security while still retaining key advantages of physical cash, according to the central bank statement. Do you know that Macquarie Bank are getting rid of all cash transactions? It's all going to be digital. No more checks. Mendel, you can get rid of your checkbook that you've been using. I've still got my checkbook. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Could come back. I've got a check account but no checkbook. You've got a check account but uh, no money in it. Well, that's why I haven't got a checkbook. Right. There you go. Boom, boom. Another couple of twats and then I'm finished. Ukraine heightened security in Oman. Oh, yes. The pilgrimage. As thousands stream in for Rosh Hashanah. 40,000, I believe. There's already thousands of worshippers are already in Oman, despite warnings from Mm. Israel and Ukraine Mm. not to travel to the war-torn country. Mm. Some nine checkpoints have been set up around the city, some 200 kilometres south of Kiev. The city has been targeted by Russia. In April, a strike on an apartment building killed more than 20 civilians. The city's curfew which runs from midnight to 4 a.m. local time, will not be cancelled for the Rosh Hashanah holiday that starts Friday evening. Oman is the birthplace of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, the founder of that Jewish Hasidic movement. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu urged Hasidim not to travel, saying that God has not always protected us, not on European soil, and not on Ukrainian soil. In response, UTJ, United Torah Judaism, MK, member of the Knesset, Israel, Eichler, retorted, if it weren't for those who keep the Torah, Bibi, Israel would long ago have been erased from the map of the Middle East. There you go. Now, just to finish off, do you know, you know, apples are very important in Rosh Hashanah. This year, Israel has produced fewer apples than usual. A hundred and... Oh, there you go. Uh, Mendel's holding up his apple tablet with the apple. Are you going uh, to use that on Rosh Hashanah? Gonna, are you going to pour honey in your, into your tablet? Digital Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> 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 a digital Rosh Hashanah rather than a digital currency. This year, Israel has produced fewer apples than usual, 105,000 tonnes compared to 110,000 last year. But the demand has soared by 50% over the average throughout the year, according to Amos Levin of the Israeli Fruit Growers Association. About 15 kilogram, uh, 15,000 tonnes of apples are consumed, whilst the average per capita consumption per person is about 16 kilograms per year. Um, so uh, they... Uh, there you go. Uh, about 95% of the apple orchards are located in the Galilee and the Golan Mountains. And uh, the industry directly employs about 3,500 workers, another 8,000 workers indirectly. And uh, 
Also, 6,000 tonnes of pomegranates are expected to be consumed. Oh, that's lovely. I'm getting music coming up. It's Amy Winehouse. Right, Amy Winehouse. Lovely. Thank you, Amy, for joining my twottoms. Um, So uh, there you go. Uh, There's going to be a lot of apples and a lot of pomegranates being consumed in Israel. Um, And... uh, It's not Amy Winehouse, it's Karen Feldman. Karen Feldman. And just to uh, finish off, in a bizarre twist of events, Yonatan Oz... You know who Yonatan Oz is? He's the Israeli national under-17 soccer team captain. Well, he fell asleep at the airport during a layover in Turkey, missing the flight back to Israel, oblivious to the other team players and staff. The team was returning from a tournament in Germany. On arising from his slumber... Oz contacted his parents, who promptly arranged for a ticket back to Israel. So there you go. Uh, they didn't even miss their captain. He fell asleep at the airport. Fashloffen. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Israel have kept their uh, dreams alive in the 2024 Euro Championships thanks to a late uh, stoppage goal by Gabby Kanachowski. Uh, and uh, he uh, scored a goal, and they therefore beat Belarus 1-0 late Tuesday night, and they're still uh, there in the Group 1 qualifying uh, stage. Uh, There's still four games to play, and uh, they're still live in the 2024 Euro Championships. Um, And uh, that is Twatum. For another week, and I'm looking forward to some more bizarre twats next Friday. Yes, Mendel, you're sticking one? your finger up <laughs> at me. To, you're, you're talking non-stop. You've Go got on. so much passion in your oh, material. I, lo- I love the twats. You're pumped. You're pumped, they say. And when Amy came up and oh, uh, put yeah. it right up me, well, um, <laughs> that was wonderful. Moisha, just uh, reflecting back a week on the uh, the terrible earthquake in uh, Morocco, Morocco yeah. 3,000 plus dead. Yeah. I had a look at the Jewish community numbers there. I know you like facts and figures. Yeah. At the moment, there's about 2,500 Jews in Morocco. Yep. And don't forget, they've just recently... Uh, strengthened ties with Israel. They never recognized Israel yep. for a number of years. So yep. that number probably will increase. Yep. And um, before 1948, before the Israel was established, there was over a quarter of a million Jews in Morocco, quite a right. big community. And you go back, way back when um, when we had the, uh, in 1492, the Spanish expulsion. Yep. Uh, Morocco had a, a community of about a, a million Yidden because of the influx yes, and so forth. Huge, huge, huge. And it huge. produced a lot of Torah giants. Yes, there's a massive town. percentage of people who live in Israel today yeah. of Moroccan lineage. Background, yeah. Because uh, the government didn't recognize Israel for a number of years and they yeah. left. The big change was Israel recognizing Morocco's uh, sovereignty over West Sahara. Correct. That made the difference. uh, That was a good Bob Hope, Bing Crosby film, Off on the Road to Morocco. Great movie, Gary. Love that one. Off on the Road to To Morocco. With uh, Hedy Lamar, was it? it Yes. Hedy Lamar. Jewish lady. That was always in those. uh, Beautiful lady. Wasn't it? No. Who was it? Who was it? 
Uh, Barbara Stanwyck? No, 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 no. <laughs> Dorothy Lamour. Dorothy Lamour. Dorothy Lamour. That vintage. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Anyway, we hope the Yidden in Morocco are okay, you know, and uh, wish them a shana top. They may be list- listening, screaming. Of course they're listening. Screen. That was a tragedy, though. Yeah. We won't talk about the uh, in Libya, Gary. You want to mention them? Uh, Gaddafi and his uh, floods. In yeah. Libya. But you know what happened? Gaddafi's not there anymore. No, I know. But he's responsible. Those dams were shonky built of clay and the worst. And they didn't. You can imagine. And they've got Soros. Yep. And of course, we must also mention, which I didn't mention, Papua New Guinea have opened up an embassy in Yerushalayim. Yes, great news. That's unbelievable. There must be an embassy in Port Moresby, an Israeli embassy. I think the Israelis are paying for it. You reckon? I think so. Right. So the Prime Minister of Papua New Guinea, he came along for the uh, opening and Bibi uh, welcomed him. And, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Bibi's going to be wearing one of those uh, ostrich uh, ceremonial headdresses whenever he travels now to... You know, to the US or wherever. He may do the Kokoda Trail, which is about 96 kilometres, Gary. Yes. He may be doing that. Yeah, there might be a Chabad Chabad house opening up on the Kokoda Trail shortly. A lot of people have died on the Kokoda Trail. Yes, it's not not easy. easy. I was going to actually do it on my 70th birthday. I know people who have done it. You have to do a certain amount each day and watch for your... Valeria yeah, in the old days. I was going to go Valeria. with my son, who's a doctor. He yeah, was going to take me blood pressure and so <laughs> forth every every a, hundred meters. I'd go with a Westpac Care helicopter. Yes. Uh, well, there you go. More from the Catskills. Absolutely. She was the in the beauty shop for two hours. That was only for the estimate. She <laughs> got, she got, she, <laughs> Very she, good. She got a mud pack and looked great for two days. <laughs> then the mud fell off. <laughs> uh, I've got a joke, Gary, for Rosh Hashanah. Yeah, all right. There was this little uh, Nura Mishnada, you know, Yankel, his name was. You know, and, uh, not a so well uh, a schnar, cutter. And he only possessed one tullus. Every year he would take it to the dry cleaners to get uh, cleaned. And uh, he took it this year, but he noticed under new management. So he said, all right, I'll leave it here. I'll come back next week. Comes to pick it up, and the guy gives him the docket. The uncle looks at it, $118. He says to the owner, Chinese man, are you Mashika? Last year I paid 18 What are you charging me 118 for? Well, the Chinese man replied, it took me four hours to take the knots out. So that's $100 and an 18 for cleaning, $118. <laughs> Boom, boom. Four hours to get the nuts <laughs> out. <laughs> That's your uncle with his tullus. Oh, but Moisha, yeah. like me, I have a few tullus in my Yeah, well, you're supposed to have at least two, one for Shabbos yeah. and Yonta for one for your everyday tullus. Yeah. Your uncle's tullus. More That's from it. The That's the a very girls. good, very good. More from the cat schools. Yeah, I like the, them, Gary. The doctor gave the man six months to live. The man couldn't pay his bill. So the doctor gave him another six months. Very <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good. They're better than the Jewish humour, Gary. You know, ah. you've been reading the long ones yeah, out of Facebook. Yeah. yeah, these are great. These are fantastic. Okay. Love it, love oh. it, Gary. My wife and I went to the hotel 
where we got a waterbed. My wife called it the Dead Sea. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Listeners, I hope you're enjoying Gary's jokes. He's got some beautiful bits. And give us a ring, 9069-2086. What are you doing out there? You're shopping. We'd have a, we'd have a record uh, um, ratings this morning with all the, uh, the shoppers out there. Because a lot of people have got the day off preparing for the big meals, the family celebrations. Yeah. Give us a ring. Tell us what you're doing. <laughs> SMS is working 0404 And don't forget, we wish you all a Shana Tova And may you have a sweet and happy new year full oh, of man. a lot of muscle. Amen. Oh, Prosperity and nachas. How's that, oh, Absolutely. My wife and I went back to the hotel where we spent our wedding night, only this time I stayed in the bathroom and cried. A kalte Nacht, a nepple dicker, finster um a tomb. Steht a ingele vertreue tun, guckt sich herum. Von der Regen schitzt ihm nur a wand, a koschikul haut er in Hand. Und seine Eugen betten jeden Sturm. Ich hab schon nicht kein Käuf mehr, zu gehen in Gas. Ich schlepp herum, sich wund beginnen, keiner geht nicht zu verdienen, alle lachen, machen von mir Spaß. Kupitsche kauft, sche kauft, sche papirossen, tokenen von Regen nicht vergossen. Karen Feldman with Papirossen. Now, Mendel, you're going to talk a little about Rosh Hashanah Foods. Uh, shortly we will. Gary, we'll get him just adjusting yeah, he's the headphones. Trying to get it, he's trying to get his head around the headphones. We're right in business now. Gary, let's have a look at uh, some of the beautiful customs, the Min Hagim of Rosh Hashanah over the next two days. Uh, Food is always a good thing. Oh, is it ever? First course, it is customary to have the head of a ram or a fish, as Moisha said at the start of the show. And uh, they. Oh, I don't think I could handle a ram's head. Why not? Good to for you. Into those horns. I mean, you're <laughs> going to break your teeth. Just think about all the good iron you'd be getting into your blood. Oh. And they, a lot of um, families recite a speci- special bracha on all of the. Uh, different foods that they're going to eat and they say something like may the coming year bring about our achieving the status of the head in brackets of society rather than its tail the head of a ram is also intended to recall the ram that was substitute for isaac a cadus yitzhak correct yeah yep. uh let's have a look at some other popular f- uh, foods fish very popular for both nights rosh hashanah and when we're Eating it, we pray that our numbers increase just as fish multiply. And, and this, this is interesting. The Jews of Iraq, Meishi, yeah. they refrain from eating fish because the Hebrew word for fish, as we know, is dag, which is similar to da agash, the Hebrew word for worry and anxiety. Yeah. That's that's an, that's important. But Ashkenazi Jews follow the custom of eating beautiful uh, on the sweeter side gefilte fish. Yeah. 
We come to the uh, most important, probably, thing of the uh, night and throughout the actually uh, the Yomim No Arim. We dip the apple in the honey and also the challah into the honey for a couple of reasons. Moisha mentioned one there at the start. You know that an apple has three qualities, Gary. Tarm, taste, appearance, and fragrance. Get to, you know, smack git. Do you eat the apple with the peel or without the peel? A lot peel. of people don't like the peel. The peel's good for I you. I like the peel. The and peel the pips. is probably the healthiest part Gary, of the apple. a tip. The pips are the best thing of the apple. If people yes. throw out the core, yeah. that is the most nutritious part of an apple. My missus made a uh, apple crumble the other day. Mmm, yum. Cores, pips, everything except the stalk went in. The stalk you don't eat, but that must be a Russian-style way of doing it. I nibble on the stalk, actually. It was keto good for you. Keto-genic-friendly, too. Anyway, so the the apple with the three qualities, taste, appearance and fragrance, and a yield on Rosh Hashanah praise for three major gifts in life. Worthy children, davnachas from the kinder, longevity, long life, and adequate sustenance. Parnosa, prosperity, we wish that. Of course. Of course. We need to um, eat Tatslana. The apple's also related, Moshe, um, with the uh, the carbonus in the, uh, the base of Mikdash, you know? The, uh, the ashes formed uh, an apple-like heap. The honey recalls to our minds that the fate of Isaac was sweetened and we hope that our fate too will be sweet this year. Moshe mentioned pomegranates, or was it Gary at the start there? I mentioned Uh, that. By eating one, we express the the tefillah, the prayer, and the hope that on the day of judgment, Yom Hazikaron, the heavenly court, will find us filled with as many good deeds because we know that a pomegranate has 613 seeds. And... uh, we uh, we look at the meritorious accomplishments as the number of the seeds in a pomegranate. Good for you, the pomegranates as well. Many dip people, as I mentioned, dip the challah uh, into the honey because the numerical value of honey in Hebrew davash is, uh, let me see, 306, which is the same uh, grammatria of of Harachamim, which means O oh, Father of Mercy. Did you know that, Moshe? Devash is related to Av Harachamim, which we recite right through the Yomim Na'arim. We eat a lot of vegetables tonight, Gary. Peas are eaten for the same reason as the pomegranate, because the Aramaic word for peas is Rubia, R-U-B-I-Y-A. No, no, no. The real reason is there's <laughs> 613 peas in a bird's eye packet. <laughs> Gary, you're in form today, mate. Uh, derived from Rav as abundance. Uh, leeks, we men- we'll mention them. The Hebrew word for leek is karit, Moshe. The root of this word is similar to karet, which means to cut off. Excise. With this word, we pray that God will eradicate our enemies. May that be in the for the new year as well. And we have peace in in there as Israel. Many people eat beets because the Aramaic for this word 
is silki, similar to histalek, to remove. We pray that our enemies, yistaleku, vanish from our midst. Dates are very popular for Rosh Hashanah. Anything sweet. You don't go for horseradish no. or bitter stuff. And one other thing I'll mention, I mention this every year on uh, 10K Radius, don't eat nuts on Rosh Hashanah because the word egoz in, in Hebrew means nuts has the numerical value of chet, the final aleph we omit, and it means sin. We wish to dismiss all thoughts of sin on Rosh Hashanah. Al Khait will be belting our hearts out, Moisha. And that's some Minhagim uh, of uh, Rosh Hashanah, Gary. We've got, a, we've got actually 11 on the list, but I've mentioned most of them. I've got this beautiful Minhag, uh, oh, nice. uh, it's called Shanatava Umasuka, all the Minhagim. And this was uh, brought in by uh, the, um, the Balkoira from uh, Ballarat Shul give him a shout out Shimshon Marom thank you Shimshon for all your hard work and giving me an insight into some of the foods we'll be eating over Rosh Hashanah thank you just before Morris comes on another piece of humour from the Catskills the doctor called Mrs Cohen saying Mrs Cohen your check came back Mrs Cohen answered so did my arthritis (laughs) (laughs) Morris, yes. what, are you, what are you doing look, now? Look, announcements, there's too many to go through. We've only got less than 15 minutes to go, but I just wanted to mention a couple of very important ones. First of all, the Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund. You know the Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund is Melbourne's largest charity fund, uh, the Rosh Hashanah 2023 Appeal. Uh, go on to mjcf.org.au provides more than $2.3 million annually, Gary and Mendel. That's beautiful. Uh, to those in need through rent mm. assistance, medical bills, basic living needs, food subsidies, and much, much for, well, much, much more. So mjcf.org.au, Donate Now Melbourne Jewish Charity Fund. I wanted to also mention just... Uh, uh, as a uh, prelude to uh, the Mitzvah Day on Sunday the 19th of no- uh, November. Uh, don't forget, uh, you can register your project now um, and go on to www.mitzvahday.org.au also uh, to let you know that the... Um, oh, I've got so many of them here, it's uh, quite amazing. But uh, we have uh, the... Um, Jewish Film Festival is going to be starting as well. I've got to find actually the ad if I can, but uh, that I think is coming up sometime yeah. in October yeah, next month. A couple of weeks' time, yeah. 1st of October so kicks keep off. So keep your eyes and out for that one. It will feature the movie <coughs> Golda with Helen Mirren. Yep. Now also, uh, Mendel, you're here. Max Lasky, BallaratSynagogue.org. Um, you can ring Max on his mobile phone. You want me to give out the number, Max? 0418 335 446. This is for Rosh Hashanah in Ballarat. The Ballarat Hebrew Congregation hosts Erev Rosh Hashanah services at 7 p.m. First day Rosh Hashanah services, that is on Saturday, September the 16th at 10.30 a.m. A kiddish to follow. Max, you're starting to cut the uh, herring and the... 
and uh, the cakes and so forth. And uh, there's no charge for seats. Max is providing everything free of charge and no membership is required. I reckon everyone should be going out to Ballarat. Plenty of plenty of motels, right. cheap motels around the area. You can still book in. Fantastic. Please come on board. I'll just say a few verity in Yiddish. Uh, so come and support this uh, the oldest synagogue on the Australian ma- mainland. Yep. We need your support. There's a number of uh, congregants saying Kaddish, and we want to make sure we have a minion. So yep. please, if you need a lift, I'll be leaving St Kilda about twelve fifteen p.m. Uh, yeah, this afternoon, direct. You can come up in a shuttle with me and a few others. He'll put the trailer on the back no of the car. No charge for seats. You'll, have the, uh, you'll find gold there. In Absolutely. In a spiritual way, you'll find your gold over Rosh Hashanah. Wonderful. And uh, the, the Kiddush you were referring to yep. is a super huge communal Kiddush. It's a lunch more than a Kiddush wow. for Rosh Hashanah. Gary's been in the past, and uh, it's something to be proud yeah, of. Yeah, I can see he's licking his lips. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> Thank now you, another Moshe. very important one. This uh, Sunday, September the 17th, Caulfield Shul is hosting Shofar in the Park. Join Caulfield Shul on the second day of Rosh Hashanah this coming Sunday at the Caulfield Park Bandstand near Hawthorne Road. You know it uh, very well, Gary and Mendel, mm, the bandstand yeah. there near Hawthorne Road Brian for Shofar in the Park at 5 p.m. Um, I, I reckon I'll be there. Yeah, be they're good. doing it in all the parks yeah. around town. Langcock's Park, uh, oh. uh, in in Carnegie, they're doing it. Packer Park. Look up the uh, websites of all these shuls, and you'll find chauffeur in the park. Yep. on Sunday. Now you know that after uh, Yom Kippur comes Sukkot. So on Wednesday, the September the twenty seventh. I know it's a uh, uh, a way off, but uh, put it in your diaries. Wednesday, September the 27th, there's a Sukkot cooking demonstration. Zionism Victoria and the UIA are hosting a Sukkot cooking demonstration with ex-head chef of food and desire, Roe Yaffa, from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. at Bet Weissman Jewish Community Centre. The cost is 50 bucks, includes a glass of wine. Join for some fresh, delicious, simple and exciting dishes onto the table and celebrating this beautiful hug. Um, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, there is a lot more uh, stuff coming up, but uh, we'll leave it until, until next Friday. Um, Mendel, that's uh, the main announcements for uh, this Friday, Erev Rosh Hashanah. Now, uh, I'll just give yeah. a, a shout out to one of our Chavarim, Gary, and I'll, I know you'll, you'll uh, express your, th- uh, your w- good wishes to our friend uh, Tom Reisner. Shana Tova Tom, Rafua Shalema from all the crew here at J Air, and uh, we hope you're on the mend, you know, and uh, he's. Uh, He's progressing, and uh, he was one of the regulars who would come up to Ballarat each year for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, but unfortunately he can't make it. But I hope you're listening, Tom, and uh, all the best from Gary, myself, and Morris Mond. Shana Tova, Uma yeah. Absolutely. Um, Gary, just uh, a few muscle tovs. Uh, one must go to the new Orgis, Australian Union of Jewish Students, uh, the new president for 2024 onwards is Noah Lovin. Mazel tov to him. 
Um, he's taking over from Alyssa Foster, who has done such a wonderful job. Um, another muzzle tov must go to you to, for uh, all your twatums. I'll give you a muzzle tov. Oh, I get fantastic. a muzzle tov as well. Yeah, that one more fantastic. because we're running out of time. And one more. Uh, look, muzzle tov to all of. There's so many muzzle tovs in the sporting world. We, we can do it next week. Uh, we can do it next week. Yep. A lot of muscle tolls in footy, footy tennis, yeah. basketball, golf, junior football, lawn bowls, skiing, karate. Oh, my goodness and gracious. give a Misha Barach for your blues while you're And a uh, Misha Barach for the blues. Come the blue boys. Beautiful, Moshe. And uh, hoping that they, uh, that they uh, beat. Look, there are a lot of Jewish supporters of the Demons as well. So uh, wishing them well, but not for, the, for tonight. Let's let's talk some Yiddish. And first of all, in Allah Vinchen in the Ratsihers, Vincenkai Radius, a Gitke bench, Nayua, Allah Zalzan, Gesind, and Starik, and a Gretna Bissel Mamaloshan, a poor Verte was Haibunun mit a Reich, Faroshishuna, Rachmonis. Sympathy. Compassion, mercy, pity. Beautiful, Gary. The next one, I'll talk about. Uh, uh, redden on a moss. Redden on a moss. M O double S. To talk to talk on a moss. Redden on a moss. No moss. To talk about something. Yeah, I'll t- I'll get it. The here we go. Uh, to chatter without end. Yeah, you're on okay. the ball there. Let's have a look at some other Yiddish oh, words, starting with R, and then we'll go to Parsha of the week. Redzech on a krenk. You're going to bring on a uh, an illness. Pretty spot on. An imaginary sickness. And the last one, let's have a look at a, a Yiddish word starting with R. Rechals is nicht. R E C H I E L E S N I T S C H. Rachel Snitch. Oh, you've made me. Don't make up a, uh, an, an imaginary thing. Dowdy gossipy woman. Moshe, that's, that's, that's a that's a mouthful. Isn't there a lot of. Uh, do you know what a reddish stool is? A reddish stool. I might have heard of R-E-D-I-S-H-T-U-L. Gary, one word. Something you put in a salad. No, <laughs> that's a radish. This oh, is a reddish stool. Is a wheelchair. You a might need a reddish stool. A reddish stool is a wheelchair. Okay. Time for the parish of the week, and yes. you better make it snappy. We will because snappy. we've got. Uh, we just look at the first uh, Torah reading for the first day Rosh Hashanah. It relates the uh, the m- 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 the miraculous birth of Yitzchak, Isaac to Abraham and Sarah at the age of one hundred years. And ninety years, respectively, as we know, it's all about remembering on Rosh Hashanah Yom Hazikaron. That's from uh, Barashis. We read about her, Sarah, as well as Rachel and Hannah, were all remembered and blessed with children on Rosh Hashanah, and we are told so too are our prayers on this special day of remembrance. Second day Rosh Hashanah talks about the Akedah, the binding of Isaac, demonstrating both Abraham and Isaac's readiness to make any sacrifice to fulfill Hashem's command. This event took place on Rosh Hashanah and the merit of this supreme act of devotion is invoked 
constantly through the service, an episode that was rewarded by Hashem with a promise of the perpetual continuity of Avraham's offspring. That's it. So in just a to let you know, the reason why we concentrate on Yitzchak, uh, our forefather Yitzchak Isaac, on both days of Rosh Hashanah, that is his birth in the first day and the Akedas, the binding of Yitzhak in the second, because Isaac is the forefather associated with the Mashiach. He's going to be the number one major forefather at the time of Mashiach. We need to cleanse ourselves, we need to purify ourselves at this time of Rosh Hashanah before we approach Hashem on Yom Kippur for our inscribing and sealing of our fate we look forward to the coming of Mashiach and better days we have a text message from Rachel Shana Tavatua wishing you all a healthy happy sweet new year regards Rachel Lasky Engelman thank you Rachel wonderful and don't don't forget one of my shvestas oh there you go and don't forget if we do purify ourselves um Yisrael Chai You've been listening to 10K Radius As is our dedication every week This program is dedicated To the 6 million who cannot tell the story Wish you a good Yontav And a good Shabbos And good listening Tune in again next week From 10am